0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. I've got my great friend, Dick Nass, over here. Um, me and Dick, gosh, we've known each other for how long?
1: Uh, almost 10 years.
0: 10 years, man. Um, our story is really cool, and it's, it's a unique story that two people that we didn't even know each other. That's right. And we kind of came to, uh, together, and we started talking about money. In fact, that's what this episode's all about, is how to build relationships with your, with capital, with actually with, with people that you may not even know and you, they bump into your lives and, and how we, you tell a story, um, you, you provide some interest and then the right people, and Dick was one of the right people, he self-selected. He said, Hey, Corey, I'm interested. And, um, you know, much like anything else in life, right? Uh, we have a chess, a little chess board here and raising capital is a lot like chess in that you want to be strategic. You want to build a strategic plan on what you're trying to do, but more than not, raising capital is really about relationships, and that's agree, yeah. that's what I want to talk about with you, mm-hmm. Dick, Is mm-hmm. really how we began our relationship. So let's just push the chessboard out, because chess is great, but it's how we met that's really important, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm opening up, Dick. First of all, let me just. Let me just tell you, Dick is an amazing singer, by the way. Okay. I didn't know that in the beginning when we first met, but after meeting him for a while and knowing what he does, he sings in a quartet, right?
1: Quartet and direct choruses. I direct a ladies' bar show, chorus in Apache Junction, and a men's chorus, Beats in Mesa. And I've been involved with it for like 53, 54 years, so I have a lot of fun with it. It's not just really a little bit. Just, but, you know, 54 years. I mean, just a little bit. Yeah, just (laughs) a short short time in the span of uh, 72 years. And
0: also, I want to let you know that Dick is an amazing storyteller, joke teller. Every time I meet him, he has a new good story, a new something that makes me laugh from ear to ear. So hopefully we get one of those good ones today. Absolutely. So, how, uh, let's talk about how we met, how we first met. So, I'll let you tell the story.
1: Well, it was a very dimly lit bar, and uh, I'm amazed that Corey could find me among all the bevy of beauties that surrounded me. <laughs> 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 well, now, now that's something you can edit out, because I don't think any of your investors are going to want to hear that. Uh, no, actually, I was with a, a dear friend of mine named Wayne Risch, and we went to the uh, one of the Rotary Club meetings in Mesa, and Wayne was explaining microcredit uh, projects down in Mexico yeah Corey was at that meeting that was his club and we got introduced and I don't even remember how that happened and I somehow found out that he was involved with yep. buying and flipping and I was sitting on some money that I was not happy with as far as uh, banking I didn't want to get involved with stocks I thought it was a little risky and so we started talking, and that led to a meeting that we had, well, probably about a month later, and he and I sat down. I don't remember where it was, knowing Corey. I don't remember where it was either, and I don't even think is... I had anything prepared. I think... Oh, wait a minute. I do remember it. He came all the way out to my condo in Fountain Hills.
0: I thought we did it on a piece of paper, because I was. I remember I was with Heber. Remember Heber? That. Uh... Yeah, that's what we signed the contract on. Yeah, that's... <laughs> But I had it like, because I I felt like I because I'm trying to remember like it's been so long how we like so we met at the Rotary Club and yes. and if my mind serves me correctly I I, mean, I know you were you were coming as a guest uh, well you're a Rotarian as well yep. but you were from a different club and you were just there supporting your buddy who was speaking right right and you were there and somehow because I don't even think I sat by you till later on maybe
1: I did sit, nope. sit by you I think uh, you you somehow uh, we had uh, it seems to me as so. Though- Shelley was there, and one of your kids was there, if not both. Yeah,
0: I, no, that was Heber. So that was that was Heber. That, I remember okay. that. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was uh, having a, a protege I'll call. He was a young kid from high school. That's right too. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: you remember, all right, So, okay. Yeah,
0: and so he, I was just bringing him along to try to give him, you know, like here's how business is done, and so it was a really fun project, and and but we had a, we just we had a conversation about money. I mean, I can't remember, it was very, it was not like a full blown conversation. We just you had some interest, I had some interest, you had a couple
1: more questions. But the thing that um, impressed me, and the thing that you listeners should hear, is because he was a fellow Rotarian. I knew two things right off the bat. Number one, our motto was service above self, so I knew he believed in that same as I did. And the other thing was I knew he could be trusted because Rotarians like to do business with other Rotarians. So that set the stage, though. So that was quick transition. Yes.
0: To you know, yet. I want to tell you, like, so I tell people when I'm talking about, like, you know, how do you find – you don't join clubs to go find money. You join because you really want to serve, right? And what happens, though, naturally in those types of clubs is – business gets facilitated within the club, right? Right, Because like, why wouldn't you, right? And the thing about the Rotarian that, that I love about it, it really is, just like I told today, we're like, hey, is Dick gonna show up? Because, you know, I'm not saying you're old school, okay? But there's a lot of new millennials, like if you didn't text me and let me know you're coming and and let me know five minutes that you're on your way that oh, he's not showing up. That's not how it works. No. Like with the Rotary Club, if they say, hey, I'll be there at seven, pretty much know that at seven o'clock, someone's going to show up. Of course, up. today was the exception because I wound up in Chandler or something. Like that. <laughs> well, that's because technology screwed us up. That's right. Yep. <laughs> but when I called the check, like, so I called because I'm so conditioned. I got to like, let me hold everybody's hand. And he's like, of course, I'm getting ready to be out the door.
1: I'm right? Not, I'm not holding your hand, by the way. <laughs> last, last time I did that, it led to serious trouble. <laughs> Don't tell Shelley. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll keep it our secret. That's another thing you can edit out.
0: <laughs> so, but that was really how it happened. We just had that little brief little encounter. And then, a, like a, a, like you said, a month later, we had more of a detailed, like, here's kind of what we do do. Yep.
1: That conversation. And,
0: and do you remember the, how that went? Uh, I'm trying to follow the first, you to first
1: thing that you told me was, yeah, we can do some buy and flips. Now, this was, it seems to me, it's like 2009, and but you said the market is shifting, and you said it was going more towards rental real estate, so we could do a couple of buy and flips. But you were shifting your focus away from that into rental, and that fit in very neatly with all the study that I had done from other sources, different than your sources, and I knew what you said was correct. Come, yeah, coming. So we did we did one or maybe two buy-in flips. I can't remember now. Very successfully. Uh, all transpired within three or four months. Done very well, very neatly. And then I just started rolling over that money uh, yeah. to the next project. So yeah. that's, that's and so,
0: what kicked it off. And here's the cool thing, man. So like, here we go from someone that I've never met before. We met at a rotary for a brief minute. We had another conversation and said, Hey, here's a little bit more of what I'm doing. Here's where I see the market. Here's what most of my investors are doing. And really, I wanted the, for me, that I knew that it was a good way to uh, start the relationship because we were new. I did have a couple more fix and flips left that I was still funding. So that'd be like, that's a great way to uh, get somebody's money, work it a little bit, and then uh, give it back to you with your interest and, and your principal back, right. just to prove the concept. Right Now, I don't do that anymore now because I'm really not into the uh, single family. We've not done a single family flip um, in years. But um, but we still have ways to do some transactional kind of stuff here and there. For um, Like right now, you've got some money just for earnest money mm-hmm. with me, right? Right. As, as a pre-investor to a deal, right? And so that's kind of a neat way to, to segue and get a little bit better yield and return. Oh, hey, by the way, oh, look who just showed up. That's Shelly. She's not camera ready right now. She's not camera ready? Just got out of that. She's camera not camera ready. You, 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 don't get hey, back off. You're going to be in our shot. We're, we're recording and we're live. So just stay right back there.
1: Talking.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, but, thing. Um,
1: that thing. Yep. Excuse, don't. excuse me while I converse with my girlfriend. Will you please kindly put a sock in it? I'm in a meeting. Leave me alone. I shut you off a long time ago. <laughs> That's a paying any attention
0: to hey. me. That's how we do it here, right? right? Just tell your phone what to do, turn off. But anyway, so we started from there and then we've been gradually just moving. And so here's what I love about the whole concept of what we've done is every time we had touch points, right? We've gotten to know each other better. And then you, like, you're like, hey, Corey, I might be coming into some more money. I've got this going on, I've got this going on. You're sharing me what you're doing. And, and then we're like, hey, do we have a solution? And that's really yes. where our, our conversations have have traveled. right?
1: I mean, it's been a lot of fun. I think, right? Absolutely. I, I wouldn't. If I could turn the clock back all over again, I probably would have put more into it. But I just didn't have it at the time. But uh, let's talk about the reporting yeah. that you get from us, because that's
0: new investors. Are like, gosh, Corey. Um, I, you know, it sounds really good. Talk about the reporting and, and how
1: it. No, it's been it's been really good. And if I ever had a question, I would just call up. Call you up and say, "Hey, what's going on?" I uh, I know at one time I had an awful time downloading something, and I, I needed to see it, and um, so he just sent it to me a different way. But it's it's been consistent, uh, either coming from Corey or from Judy. I guess it is yep. you know, Judy. Uh-huh. Uh, and the reports are all there. I not. That smart to be able to read things like that, but the, the transparency is there. That's a that's a buzzword. I hate I hate it because everything's supposed to be transparent now. However, uh, informative is probably a better term. Yeah. Transparency implies that well I better do this because someone will think I have something to hide. You right. have nothing to hide, so, right? And, I, and I've learned that. But very very accurate reporting, up to date, uh, reminding me. Okay, uh, the checks are coming in. This month, you just sent me one of those the other day, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, in
0: two more days, it's payday. It's payday. So once a quarter, it's always a fun. uh, We usually pay on the twentieth of every the following month of every quarter, and uh, that we call it that's payday. And payday is always a fun day. It's always fun to make sure that your investors get paid, get their money, and um, there's a there's a lot of benefit from that. I mean, so. The consistency of a paycheck, let's talk about like that showing up.
1: How does that help you? Well, it, it allows me to plan my finances better. Um, I know certain amount of money is coming in because I'm, I'm obviously retired now uh, from golf instruction. So I have Social Security uh, coming in. I know when that comes in monthly. Um, I have a VA disability that comes in. That comes in monthly. And quarterly, I get money from... The investments I have with Corey, and it's just you go to the bank, there it is. You know, it might be a day or two late or something like that, but that's usually because of the Fountain Hills Post Office, right. Is when you mailed it. Uh, but I'm very, very happy with it. And the thing that probably your future people that are going to invest with you would like to hear is how reliable is this? And it's, it's a heck of a lot more reliable and consistent than worrying about whether the market is going to have a hiccup or not which obviously over the last couple of months you've seen it more than hiccup yeah and and I think I think what's happening in the markets today we're gonna go into another risky period. Uh, my gut tells me the market will bump up again and then it's then something's gonna happen. And I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And I'm involved in the market, don't get me wrong, but it's purely play money and speculative stuff and things like uranium and cannabis and uh, cobalt, graphite, things that I think are, are gonna pay off really big time in the next two years, but that's just play money. I want something solid and consistent that I can invest right. in. Right that's going to be for those checks there. that show up. Yep. And even if the economy takes a slide, the rent checks keep coming in. Yeah. That, that's
0: yeah. Well, this is the good thing. Of it. So obviously you've, you've done a lot of your self education on, on the industry as well, but I feel like I try to put in my little pieces cause we talk about this a lot in that with, you know, people are always like, Hey, there's a downturn coming. How's that going to affect if it does, Come, how does it affect our investment? How does it affect our rental properties? And um, we position ourselves really good because we buy what I call those B and C properties properties built in the 70s, 80s, early 80s. We have a couple that were built in 2005, but those are student housing deals. We call it workforce housing, workforce housing, and because it's workforce housing, it is usually affordable housing, and so. When people, when a downturn comes and you're already a renter and you're at a very expensive place and you can no longer afford it, what do you do? You move out and you move in to my place. That's affordable. It's clean. It's well ran. It's well kept, right? And really that is the secret to how we operate is because where all this makes sense is through the operations. and, And that's what I been able to do, and it's not that I do it myself, I have a whole team that does this, but we're really good at making predictable outcomes. And I think, as most of my investors would agree, the one thing that I think every investor that I talk to, the one commonality between all everyone that I have, is they want the consistency. Mm And it's the consistency that just like, hey Corey, I know uh, you know it's gonna happen. Now you were part of one of my big deals where we actually got a really good. Um, you were in it almost in the very beginning. Yeah, which time?
1: Lionsgate. Yeah, Lionsgate. Lionsgate.
0: So let's talk about that deal because that was well, that was one you went from early investor to when we sold it, and now you're in a, my, our new deal with us. Talk about that process of okay. the consistency, and then maybe when we did finally close on it. That was a nice
1: little... Yeah, a nice little payoff. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I, I'd like to mention, and by the way, and he and I are not didn't pre-plan how this discussion was going to go. Uh, in real estate, my opinion, and Corey, you can back this up or not, you don't make the money on the sale, you make it on the purchase, and that's one of Corey's biggest secrets. He is not going to stick his neck out, take the risk. with his money, our money, and pay way too much for property, no matter how much potential it has. It needs to be geographically in a great area where the unemployment is uh, very, very low, Uh, there's jobs available, it's potentially a growing community, or it's near an area that's in a growth pattern. And that is very typical of of Lionsgate in another project uh, that we're all involved with. Made a good purchase. That's why Lionsgate paid off. He paid a decent price to begin with, so when he upgraded it, and that's what he'll do, he'll find something, upgrade it, make it look better, make it function better, better management, so when it comes time to put that on the market for sale, it's a no-brainer. Uh, it's just a case of, of uh, Who's going to be interested?
0: It's in it. fun that you oh, watched me do that, right? Oh, yeah, I, I, I mean
1: that's that was that, that that's completely sold me. I was like ninety nine point nine percent sure of this man, but that deal is like, wow.
0: now you were also though. This is now this is a true testament. Okay, Dick was also involved in one of my deals. Is my second or third deal I think I've ever done that didn't go so well. Okay, right. Yeah. So I mean, it's the good, bad, and the ugly. We're not hiding it. We have <laughs> right. So on that deal, that deal was a big learning curve for me, right? This is a deal that I bought, Um, it was in Tucson, it's a smaller property, and um, I thought I had a hold of it. We had a management company, but they weren't doing their job. And they were out of, they were the same people that were managing Lionsgate, but they were out of Atlanta. And they just couldn't do it, what they were doing real close, they couldn't do it far away. And then I I raised my hand and said, oh, I'll self-manage, I can self-manage. That didn't go so well. And um, I finally find the right management company that was local in Tucson. But by then, it was almost two years. And we were, we'd were we only paid out a smidget in return for anybody. And um, at that point in time, it was just time to cut our losses. We got it up the highest that we'd gotten it. We sold it. I actually lost some money. And so this is the part that did I make you whole?
1: Yes. I, 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 he, he's a stand-up guy, and he made good on it. Uh, and actually uh, gave me the the loss that I incurred, which was not major. It's, uh, if I had, I think I had 70,000 and I think maybe I lost seven or eight or two, whatever it was. And that went into a different deal. So eventually it came back. So he didn't have to do that. I didn't expect him to do that. There's an old axiom in business that find out what people expect and give them that and that much more. That's how Corey Peterson operates. Oh, you no, know?
0: thank you. And this, this was not scripted for make, anybody that's... Make, make the check out to check
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the truth. You know, and the, one effect, what, what, we should share what the uh, the four-way test is in Rotary. Uh, if everything a Rotarian thinks, says, or does, the first one is it the truth. That's why we don't have a lot of politicians in Rotary. So that doesn't seem to work well with them. <laughs>
0: Um so let's let's uh so fast forward to Eagle uh Eagle Village right so then because you stayed with me we did act- we all actually everybody that was in that Lionsgate yeah, deal I and mean, this is able. not how it always happens but we all 1031 exchanged cuz you had your original investment and then plus you got a big chunk at the end yeah. and we took all that money and transferred it to the next deal so now you've got a better even a better paycheck coming mm-hmm in fact you're going to get your first paycheck tomorrow from it tomorrow
1: yeah i can eat
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you know what what a what a gift what a gift to give uh investors out there like listen um, not only did you have a nice income stream for what you had invested you stay with me till the end you got another chunk of money we reinvested in another deal now you've got a even more income stream, because listen, um, last time I checked, gas prices and food keeps going
1: up, right? Yep, exactly, And uh, but we're, the government has assured us that our inflation rate is only about a percent and a half. I don't know where they buy their groceries and their gas and, <laughs> and buy all the products that they do, but everything is going up and up and up and up, except paychecks. And,
0: right, so. and when you're on fixed income, and you're retired, right? Yep you've you, you got to kind of pay attention because you're, you're planning, right? And making sure that, hey, I've got this, this, and this squared away. And that's true to almost with every investor that I have that's close to retirement or in retirement. It is
1: all about managing their, their assets and their income, their money. Because um, you can't, in today's day and age, you cannot tell what the politicians are going to do. And the politicians have an awful lot to say, too much to say, in my opinion, about what happens and there's too many people that think oh well the government will take care of me and usually people with that attitude uh, are under an umbrella and it's under the umbrella there's a little sign that says poor and they need to take responsibility for what happens to them financially and sort of it to be aligned with someone who cares enough to protect his own family and his own assets and protect the investors income it's a safer route to go. Yeah, cool. What else do you wanna talk about? Cause I,
0: I mean, I don't wanna just start and talk all about money, but um, cause you know, I feel like you're, you've been a long term friend. I mean, I feel like we're friends. We, we go out and we, we eat. So every so often we're like, hey, let's get together. Yep. Now I can't do this for every investor, but you're local. And just like, hey, let's let's go do something. Let's go. Um, let me go tell you about our next deal, or let me go. Uh, you needed a packet, or something. like you didn't get uh, my download from one time. So I was like, hey, let me just run it out. Let's go have yeah. lunch, right? Exactly. Those are the fun things, and that's where it's like just a touch base of, hey, what's what's going on in your life? Uh, you know, you know, it's when
1: you usually did invite you, me. Did you did you come to the barbershop show? I can't remember if you. No,
0: party, we but... planned it. Shelly and I had we were traveling.
1: Oh, no, that's we're right
0: too. That's we're right too.
1: Traveling, man. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I that's that.
0: that's my. So that is my. So you want to talk about my number one hardest thing?
1: Well, see now, I, I know, I know, I know. It's you that messed up the calendar, not Shelly. Because if I had talked to Shelly, she'd have either told me right away, "Look, we can't make it," or they would have said, "All right, right, we'll just cancel the trip." <laughs> no, you know. I I'm <laughs> sitting on a beach, beach in the Caribbean, drinking Corona, sitting in your lounge here. Honey. Yeah, in yeah, my tunic, going to come right? to a barbershop. Yeah. So. No, but you, uh, Shelley, mark it down? It's January nineteenth. You got. I'm putting okay. it down right now. So don't plan any trips around January nineteenth, and I'll make yeah. sure everybody gets tickets. Perfect. So you know, we talk about uh, barbershop, and and we and we joke about uh, you know politicians in general, and. You got any good jokes for me today? Any good jokes? Yeah. Did you bring any good ones? Well, I can tell you this is a, this, this actually happened with my minister. Mm-hmm. I belong to uh, Trinity Lutheran Church in Fountain Hills, and the reverend there is Tom Daly, and he's a great pastor. And he's on all the time. The guy is a brilliant study in the Bible and pretty much straight down the pike. He's got a good sense of humor. And we were walking out of church a couple of weeks ago, and Roger and Val were just ahead of me, and Roger asked... Pastor Tom a question about something about what happened in the Garden of Gethsemane, and Pastor Tom goes right into about a five-minute explanation of it, and uh, and both Roger and Val said at the end, wow, it was kind of like a little miniature Bible study. You just, you just took off and ran with it, and I said, yeah, even when he's at home at night, he gets up in the middle of the night, goes to the refrigerator, opens up the door, the light goes on, he does 10 minutes, and for some reason or other, it tickled him, and he's been telling that story, and he steals all my great lines. <laughs> that, tells me, that tells me. And here's another one with him. Uh, a <laughs> similar vein, uh, I do reading at the church. And it was I was going to be reading on Genesis about the fall, you know, the temptation. Yeah. And uh, I was a big Flip Wilson fan, so I told him, I said, this is what I intend to introduce. I said, uh, my opening line is going to be, the devil made me do it. And he said, "No, you're no, you're not. You're not going to say that." <laughs> and then he turned around about a month and a half later and used Flip Wilson and the Devil made me do yeah, it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, come on, you're stealing all my my number ones,
1: so man. I, so, I, so I sent him a bill. <laughs> but you <but> know, I. <laughs> I mean, that's the worst thing in the world you can do. Hey, t- hey,
0: tell me a joke. Be funny. That's hey, funny. man. Uh, you know, I've, I've always enjoyed our conversations. And, and, you know, here's the thing. So for everybody out there listening, everybody is in a different place with their investing. Um, but here's what I know. There's a lot of people out there that are tired of, like, if you're still working, they want to retire faster, sooner, um, with more money, Right. Those are good people to, uh, to to you know call on us. Um, we are in a process. It's going to take us a little while to get it all dialed in to where we can create um, people out there that are listening. If you were if you were looking to invest with us, there is a process for that, and we're going to send you to a membership site so we can really get to know you. And get to know you on a financial level so then we may have the opportunity to share some deals with you. So uh, that's all I'm gonna say on that. We're, we're working on it, it's a work in progress. Probably within the next month, we'll have kind of more of a segue where we can start having those types of conversations. But what I know is this people want to retire doctors, lawyers, everybody out there. The biggest problem they have, and I think the biggest fear of, that everybody has is am I going to what? Not run, or, or out, run of, out of money before i die yeah
1: run out of money, money right yeah, yeah but that, there's something I, I need to add uh and if if you think that you're going to get involved with cory and you're going to get rich quick forget about it uh go gamble in the stock market uh if you think that you're gonna i think the biggest mistake people make is they cut away another consistent source of income their job they, they want to retire too soon and then worry about whether they're going to have enough money. If you love what you're doing, keep doing it or, you know, maybe go part time or something like that. But this is something that's consistent, conservative. Is there risk? There's risk in everything. Uh, you could lose your job tomorrow. Uh, you could bury the money in the backyard and somebody sees you from a helicopter or go, many other ways and the money's gone that night. But you do the very best that you can and but think of this as a long-term relationship and you'll be far better off I think but yeah gosh Dave, I couldn't person. have. I'm really writing that check now okay yeah <laughs> how many zeros <laughs> before the decimal point keep
0: talking the devil made me do it yeah the devil made me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got another one to tell you but it's not going to be on that.
0: <laughs> Hey, listen! Thank you guys for uh, coming and watching this show. If you are new to uh, real estate, or, or you're, you know, a dentist, doctor, lawyer, high net worth, have lots of people in your um, sphere, uh, big networks, take the time to go to Kahuna Wealth Builders and subscribe to my Quick Start Workshop. Um, you're going to get a lot of good information. You're going to get some video series of how to leverage your relationships, just like mm. I've leveraged Rotary and found Dick, right? And it wasn't for me being in Rotary, being active and doing something that I really cared about. By the way, we've hosted two, Shelly and I have hosted two foreign exchange uh, students from Rotary. Oh, really? Oh, and man, it's goodness. been probably the, and they're, they're our daughters. We call them our daughters. Yeah. But one's from uh, Finland and one's from Sweden. Sweden. Sonny and Sicilia. Sonny and Cecilia. And um, we've had a, I mean, talk about blessing, right? Yep. Now we're like, okay, we just need one in Germany, one in France, <laughs> one in the UK, right? And then we can just go travel the world and not have, it's you know, just... Just
1: why don't you just adopt me? <laughs> the way, there's something, you know, we've known each other almost 10 years, and there's something that is a perfect time for me to tell you this. I've never liked you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Hold on. That's like yeah, a yeah, mic drop. Yeah, yeah I, th- <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think a couple of zeros just disappeared <laughs> off the jack the devil made me do the it when I want that chair again guys thanks so much for the show you guys have a great day remember whatever you put your mind to you can achieve because your paradise is possible.